You have found yourself on another episode of Locked on Bulls. In today's episode, we're going to talk about uh, DeMar DeRozan showing up on the Old Man in 3 podcast and just how deep that interview is and how much it, how important it is to hear this type of thing from our favorite athletes. We'll also talk about training camp, how it's going so far. And we got a hater in the building. Kendra Perkins throws some hate towards the Chicago Bulls. We'll talk about all that. It's, 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 it's reasonable. We'll get into all that and more right after this. <laughs> You are Locked On Bulls, your daily podcast on the Chicago Bulls, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Thank you for tuning in to another episode of Locked On Bulls. Remember the Locked On Podcast Network, where it's your team every day. That's Pat, the designer, host, and creator of the Windy City Breeze. I'm Hayes, host, creator of Chicago Bulls and Chicago Bears Central. And we're here to talk about our favorite basketball team, that's the Chicago Bears. Oh, whoa. What Chicago I, Bulls. I said Chicago, oh, I said our oh, favorite oh, basketball oh, oh, team, yeah, the Chicago Bears. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, that was that was a yeah, trick of the tongue. Both teams' names shouldn't start with a B. Nonetheless, here we are today. Hundreds of years, you know. Oh well, change it for Hayes. Uh, but bro, to start off today's episode, um, Demar Derozan on JJ Reddick's podcast, which I just found out the official name. I've always just called it the the JJ Reddick podcast. <laughs> Shout out to Pat for for hitting me to the actual name of the show. Uh, but JJ, uh, Demar Derozan was on that show, and a lot of a lot of great things came out of this. The the conversation about mental health, uh, the weight of like just coming into the season, gearing up. Demar Derozan saying he doesn't think he'll ever be truly happy until he retires, which is crazy. But he also called Zach Levine a top five, top ten talent in the league, and said that Zach told him before he even. Signed with the Chicago, uh, re-signed with the Chicago Bulls, that he was going to be coming back to the Bulls. So all of this speculation we did all summer, we should have just been shutting up, bro. DeMar should have just came out and been like, hey, man, listen, I, look, just shut up, y'all. Just shut hey, up. Hey, listen, but, uh, let's not say we. Let's not say yeah. we. <laughs> Me and you both came on this show like, would y'all stop crying? Yeah. <laughs> He'll yeah, be back. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. The anti-maxers were, were, were fierce this uh, <laughs> this offseason. But <laughs> what did you think about this interview? This it, time DeMar DeRozan gets behind a mic on one of these podcasts, bro, it's always something insightful that drops, bro. Bro, DeMar gets deep with it, man. I mean, yeah. I, it, that's just years, right? That's years, that's experience, that's understanding what you're going through in, in you know, realistic terms. I mean, you got to think about it, right? Him talking about going... I, I like the fact that we've gotten to the point where it's it's very open to talk about, I had to go to therapy for this. I had to deal with this through therapy. I had to work through this through therapy, right? Because mm-hmm. I think that that's where... I mean, you think about this, right? Like, imagine like how people deal with hate on like a small scale uh, 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 mode, right? Where like I'm dealing with it from a couple family members. I'm dealing with it from now. Magnify that to an entire state or an entire country or entire like legit like the world. Let's losing, be like- not, not even that. Losing on the Toronto Raptors had to be mentally taxing. That's a country. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So, like, it, it's it's a lot of dealing with a lot of that. It's very good to hear DeMar talk about, you know, going to therapy and stuff like that. And then when you get into, like, the Zach Levine comments and stuff like that, bro, it's just like, bro, like, one, we never – he never was going to leave. And two, right, like, a top five to ten player in the uh, in the NBA, those bold statements right there, DeMar, you making bold statements out here on podcasts. 
Yeah, yeah. I mean, the thing is, is like Zach Levine, even so far, talking about he the improvements he wants to make on the defensive end, being locked in, steady, improving, being healthy for the first time, whatever. Like uh, Zach Levine already is a is a top five scorer in the NBA. Just period. That's just period. If he adds and is more consistent on that defensive end, I think then you can start making that conversation. I don't know about top ten. I don't think you can jump into that, but you can, you do start making conversation for and maybe maybe the top fifteen, uh, top twenty player if he can do that. That that'd be a a heck of a task for Zach. Let me not say heck of a task because the thing is, is we've seen it. He has the defensive ability. Period. See, I almost think you could say right. Eh, 20 might be tough. I was going to say, I almost think, I, I think you could say Zach Levine has dipped into that top 20 level. At times. Okay. That's At fair. times, right? Yeah. I don't think he's consistently been a top 20 player in the NBA, but I think you've seen his skill level dip into that top 20 level. And when you look at the things that he adds, right? Like, and his mindset, I'll say this, right? The one thing about Zach Levine that I love is his mindset on it. And I, I've talked about this a couple of times on this podcast and on the breeze, right? Zach Levine wants to take that mantle, not just offensively, but defensively. He wants to get to the point where he is guarding the best players in the NBA. And whether you get the defensive skill to do it or not, right? Like it's just the mindset of I'm going to guard this guy. And that's my job because I'm the leader of this team. That's how you get people to follow through. That's how you get people to step to, uh, 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 you know, take on that. Okay. He's the guy that we need to be looking to. I love that Zach Levine has that want to. Now it's just a matter of putting that on paper and actually or putting that in, into practice and actually getting the job done uh, this season. I think health can bring that. We've seen it happen with Zach in like possessions, right? Like there was a time, I don't remember the year, I don't remember which game it was. It was him and Bradley Bill. And it was just, it was a possession where Zach Levine was just like, you're not about to score on me. And yep. it was so amazing to see, yep. bro. Like it was just like, wow. Oh, okay. Okay, Zach, hats off and to it was you. Zach um, pulling somebody out of the way. <laughs> yeah, it like, was it like, no, I got was, you, I, I got this. I don't know if it was like, was that uh, two seasons ago, I want to say, when we was that two Boots, seasons ago? When we that just got Boots. And then I think Denzel Valentine was guarding him. He was like, nah, I got him. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So, like, that mindset, which, you know, uh-huh. Denzel Valentine, but that mindset he needed, to me it needed is, to be is, is <laughs> it needed to be pulled up. He got pulled up the NBA. Um, but that mindset to me, right, is huge for a leader of your team because that's the mindset that, Right, like I always remember Charles Bar- or uh, Michael Jordan talking about Charles Barkley and saying that in the finals, Barkley was talking about who's gonna guard MJ. Who's gonna? Gu-? You know what? I got MJ. He can't guard MJ, but it's the mindset of it's my job to take on the best. I love yeah. that from Zach. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Now, uh, other things in this with 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 Demar Derozan, just the confidence around the team. Um, do we? We've talked about it, like, can DeMar do it again? I don't think he's going to have to do it again. But a lot of the doubt surrounding the Chicago Bulls right now, I think a lot of that is around can DeMar do it again. I do think that there's a level of, like, hey, yeah, the Bulls won, what, 46 games last season, but it took DeMar DeRozan to play out of his mind to do so. Can he do it again? No. Uh, So we're probably not going to be that good. For some reason, bro, and and I've been I've been somebody who like once a player hits past thirty one mark, I'm like, all right, the decline's coming. It may not come this season, but it could come every season. For some reason, I'm not worried about a decline in, in Zach at all. I'm just not, bro. In Zach or in Demar? I'm sorry, in Demar. I'm not worried about a decline in, in Demar at all. Like I, I just it's not a concern for me. And hopefully, hopefully it doesn't bite me in the butt. But just looking at Demar, like see now seeing especially in that video the work that he puts in, like yeah. it's like if any player can play until they're until they're almost 40 and maintain a level. Again, I'm not expecting him to do 28 points a game again, but have that same impact. 
I, I don't doubt DeMar's going to be able to do that at all. I think the, the thing is, right, like we saw DeMar with more games where, yeah, he'd have 28, he'd have 30, but then there's a couple games where he'd have 22 or 25, right, when the team was a, at a whole. And I yeah. think that that's really what you want him to get back to. Not to say that you want him to take a step back in efficiency, but just seeing how he comes out and, and attacks the game, right, like his game is his game has been an old man's game. Like, his game is literally the old dude that be killing y'all at the Y. When you think about it, right? Like, hey, I'm going to take this two dribbles, pull up, and it's going to go in. You can I can't come up all you want. You can put your hand up. You can cash. <laughs> I can't tell you how many times 20, year, 20, 25-year-old me would go to the Y, bro, and it would be like a 38-year-old dude there that's just the simple game. This is simple, turn around jumpers, all that, but I can't stand this dude, bro. But go ahead, continue. And, 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 what do you, and what do you always say? <laughs> it's a simple game, baby. Don't worry about it. <laughs> what? <laughs> That's not simple, bro. Like, I, my hand was in. I fouled you. <laughs> so I, crazy, I, just think, I just think that, right, when you look at DeMar's game, right, like, there's so much to be said about how he gets his points. Mm -hmm. And the best thing that the Bulls can do for him is find guys, and I think they have guys, but find guys that can create space to help him in those moments where teams are closing out, right? Like what we saw with the Milwaukee Bucks in the playoffs is probably what we're going to see majority of the year if you don't have guys knocking down those shots. Not to say DeMar's not going to get his buckets, but I think that's how you'll see teams play him more, very up close really in his chest, trying to make him really work hard, especially if they're not calling these fouls right. I think that's what's going to change the uh, – what's going to be the biggest change for the Bulls coming into this season, and that's what the Bull, why the Bulls have to have these shooters on the team. you got to be able to space the floor for them. Yeah, yeah. And we'll see. We'll see who makes the leap. Like, I, I – this uh, I'm I'm just really excited, bro. Like I, I every Steve I've been, I've been in with another banger. <laughs> Steve, Steve, listen, I told you, Steve O's been having that Dalen Terry offseason. Steve O's been killing it, bro. Steve O is literally my favorite. Him, JDH, Brandon L. Jet are my favorite people on any platform. Like, and Brandon L. Jet, who's in here, fifty-five year old, year old off pure, pure hooks and, and elbow, elbow bank shots. Wow. Bro, I've been there several times and I've been like, I gotta fight you. Like literally, I gotta wait outside this gym and fight you. Like when you when you we get done with this game, bro. Hey, like buddy name was Greg Johnson. I swear to God. Bro. <laughs> bro. Cooking me on that bro. Bro, I would never it was it was Jamar who cooked me at the park in front of my four-year-old son. I was like, I gotta fight you, bro. Like <laughs> I was like, I gotta fight you, bro. He had a simple in and out step back and a hook shot. I was just like, it's unguardable, bro. It's un I can't do nothing for it. It's the, it's the one knee up joint too. It's like, bro, you've been watching Kareem highlights, bro. Get out of here, bro. <laughs> that is hilarious, bro. But next up, man, we're gonna talk about uh, Kendrick Perkins says that the Bulls are gonna be a playing team, man. But before we talk about that, you guys know, gotta talk to you guys about Bet Online. BetOnline.net is your number one source for football betting info this season. Find the latest sports developments, team matchups, news, podcasts, and in-depth articles and analysis on every game you can find. And as always, BetOnline remains your continued source for all your sports wagering information with live betting and up-to-the-minute scores for every sport out there. The fastest and easiest way to check in on all your favorite games and events, including MLB, MMA, boxing, and golf. Head to BetOnline.net or use your mobile device to learn more. BetOnline is where the game starts. All right, Patrick. 
What's going on there, Cordero? <laughs> hey, 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 we, we're yep. live, man. Yep. No, I'm yep. just, I'm just yep. messing with you. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Nonetheless, oh, we got. <laughs> you, you know something is, is, is that the season is close when Bull Slander starts. Now, Kendrick Perkins on ESPN, who I'm always amazed to that Kendrick Perkins has become an analyst. Like the fact that he can string more than 10 word sentences together has always been amazing to me. But nonetheless, like he he did have some slander towards the Chicago Bulls, um, saying that they're a playing team at best. That's the th- that's the thing in this that gets me. Like saying, "Hey, I predict them to be a playing team because of X, Y, Z." But at yeah. best, meaning that our ceiling is a playing team. Yeah, I can't get with that, bro. I can't get with that. How do you feel? About that? Here's here's the thing about Perk, right? Like, listen, I I will say this, right? I I appreciate Perk's commentary and analysis more than most because I think that Perk makes some points and like actually breaks things down basketball wise. That in he has the moment, his points at times. Yeah. In the moment, they seem like, wow, this dude doesn't understand basketball in the slightest. And then, like, as it plays out, you'd be like, dang, Perk was kind of right. We have to, we got to say Perk is kind of right on that, right? And I feel like nobody ever says Perk was kind of right. But here's my thing. And it's been my thing with the national analysts all offseason. Your best teams in the NBA have been together for multiple years. They usually don't all of a sudden become this dominant team just by adding one player. I don't know the fit that Donovan Mitchell brings to the Cleveland Cavaliers. Maybe he's a completely different player. Maybe he's a completely different, uh, 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 you know, he's going to facilitate more because he's going to like his teammates. Maybe. I don't know the fit that um, – DeJounte Murray is going to have with Atlanta. I don't even know who's playing defense on any of them teams outside of the big man down low. My, Isaac, my Okoro. Is, Isaac Okoro on the Cavs. Give, give, some, give some shine to the young He's man. the only one. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. I mean, don't get me wrong. Every perimeter player got to go through Isaac Okoro next season. You know season. what I'm saying? So yeah. here's, here's my thing at the end of the day with it, right? The best teams in the NBA have answers. I know what the I know what Giannis is. I know what Chris Middleton is. I know what Drew Holiday is. Shout out Go to Brian to Windhorst being in Patrick's background, by the way. <laughs> hey, bro, why? <laughs> right, just, just kicking it, just in this month. Uh, <laughs> just here. <laughs> What's going on back there? <laughs> What's going on up in Utah. But um, here, here's here's the thing. <laughs> that I'm looking for. What are the answers on the Cavaliers? What are the answers on Atlanta, right? Show me the answers, and I'll tell you where that team is going to be. Now, I'm not saying the Bulls have all the answers. I think the Bulls have a ton of questions as well. But I think the Bulls have been together. They've been around each other. They've been – you know what I mean? So there's a lot to me that goes into just being one of the better teams in the NBA besides just we added a really good player. Like, y'all didn't go out and add LeBron. Like, I feel like people look at it every trade like that. They had the LeBron there. They added uh, DeJounte Murray this offseason. Okay. <laughs> okay. Yeah. You know what, though? One thing I do appreciate is the Mr. Hey. So much. 
is the studio so much. Wow. Oh, man. Okay. All right. <laughs> I don't even what point was I making. <laughs> oh, for the podcast listeners, man, just go to YouTube. What minute we at? Go to 16 oh. minutes, bro. Oh, man. Wow, okay. Uh, I I got to completely regain my train Get your brain back together, bro. Oh, man. What were we talking about here? Oh, my God. We was talking uh, about... Uh, <laughs> the Bulls in the East, bro. The Bulls oh, in yeah. the East. One thing about me, like, looking at... um. Some of the other moves that have been made in the East is that while the Bulls do have tons of questions, like you said, they have tons of questions. Um, the way that I'm looking at it is that those questions, a lot of the questions that we've had, we've, we've seen glimpses of the answers to those. We just needed to be more consistent with these other teams in the East. We haven't even begun to even see them play to know what the questions really are. We can come in with some questions, yeah. but we still got some uh, some some. Some some things to see before we're ready. I'm not ready to put the Hawks above them. I'm not ready to put the Cavs above them right now. They have they've made heck of a additions talent wise. How that talent yeah. comes together on the court could be different. And another thing, I think this is the point I was about I was getting ready to make is that it seems like everybody has come down on the Knicks like me and you were. Like me and you literally have been since they added Jalen Brunson. They're going to be a 39 win team. So, yeah. so initially when they when that. When that deal was made, a lot of people were like, oh, the Knicks, they added Brunson. They did this. They added Hardenstein. Like, are, are the Knicks back? And now it's just kind of been like as everything settled in the East, like, oh, yeah, the Knicks added Brunson and Hardenstein. And, uh, they pushed their pick down. Oh, yeah, okay. Uh, they kicked the can down the road. Yeah, the, the Knicks are probably going to be out the playoffs again. So, you know, it kind of is what it is. I there. mean, I think I think that's the part, right, where I, where I look at – this team and a really great comment right by Brandon L. Jettis, the same place I was going. Took the Warriors five years, the Bucks six years, Memphis four years. I don't know if Memphis is there yet, but they did look good last season. Yeah. They I think they take a step back this year. Um, how long it took Phoenix to be good, right? Like that's what you look at with teams where the Bulls at least have a jump start on a lot of these teams. I'm not saying at the end of the day, the Bulls will still be the better team. I hope they are. I hope Patrick Williams takes a step. I hope Io is what we think he is. I hope Marco Simonovich lives up to the to the three-year deal that he got put on, right? But at the end of the day, you can't just tell me we added one player and that was the key fix. Also, you added 6-4 and 6-1 to a backcourt that was six foot in both situations. So, like, I get positionless basketball, but all of a sudden we just don't – like, it's just basketball with size doesn't work. You know what I'm saying? Like, that. That like what's the point of the game? It's, it's to be big. I get that we're shooting, but it's still a big man's game. So, to me, right, I look at where the Bulls are and how they already have a head start on a lot of these teams as an advantage for, sure. for them over these teams that are recently putting it together. Not to say these teams won't figure it out. Listen, the Bulls figured it out quickly. So I'm not saying the, these other teams can't figure it out quickly, but there's – you just I, – I don't get the they're going to do this, right? Because when the Bulls made all these additions, they was trash. Right? We made the worst offseason acquisition. <laughs> like, like, come on, man. Like, And the thing is, is like, do you, do you expect Mitchell – or DeJounte Murray to come in and have the type. 
not only did uh, DeRozan come in and have one of the best seasons of his career, a damn near MVP type season, but he also changed the culture of the Chicago Bulls. You're not expecting Donovan Mitchell to come in and change. If anything, Donovan Mitchell, from the things that have come out about like his personality, he may make the culture worse. Or he can come into a culture that's already good and get absorbed. We had a bad culture, so there was more yeah. room for change. I'm just saying there's a possibility of that. Jalen Brunson going to the New York Knicks. Listen, we're going. This Knicks. We're going to go ahead and move right along for that exactly. one, bro. Like, like so. Yeah, it, it really is. Like, it's yeah. it's sad to say, right? And I think Jalen Brunson. Hey, brother, you played up to that contract. They gave it to you. Go out there and ball out. But like, the pieces around you aren't good. The head coach don't look like he want to be there. Like yeah. everybody in that organization look drained right now. <laughs> it's just they everybody in that organization is the Jimmy Butler beam right now. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like <laughs> D- Donovan Mitchell played with one of the best defensive bigs in a generation and couldn't figure it out. So like I just, I got to hey, see it, bro. I got to see the proof, bro. They funneling a lot of defense inside, which is cool. Yeah. But I mean, I also could just shoot over you. He's 6 foot. Bro, they we'll both see. six foot. We'll Isaac see, Curl bro. can only guard it at a minimum two people at once. He's a really good defender. I'll give him two <laughs> people at once. Listen, when they were when there was that talk like should the Bulls move Kobe White for Isaac Okoro? Yes. Yes. <laughs> I was like, if he learns the score, he learns the score. Yes. 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 Uh, but nonetheless, it it kind of is what it is. We'll see how the East shakes out. I do, I trust our ability in most of the uh odds makers. I know you don't really get in me and you neither. We don't get into a lot of betting, but I looked in yeah. preparation for this topic. Uh a lot of the over under for the Bulls wins are either forty two to forty three wins. I'm taking the over on that easily. Easily. I would take the over, but I think it I think that it depends, right? In my mindset, I take the over, but it really depends like the only fear I have coming into this season about the Bulls isn't really many, most of our main players. Because at a minimum, right, the basis of Patrick Williams is a good defender. Yeah. Okay, we got a good defender, right? Like, even if he's the same level, nine points a game, we'll criticize him all year, whatever it is. He's a good defender. My biggest fear is, is Io going to be able to come out with the same energy and intensity? Because I, I tell people this for legit, the sophomore slump is real. And I've seen a lot of players have it, and they come back and usually come out of it really well in year three. But that sophomore slump. What's the last real. player that had a real bad sophomore slump? I'm not saying that you're wrong. I'm just for interest of conversation. Um, I can't remember because our rookies had had funny. freshman, sophomore, and no, junior year slumps. So. Than, um... <laughs> <laughs> so I, you know, <laughs> no, uh, my man's in Orlando. He went through one. Um, point guard. They all point guards. Um, Fultz? No, he no. His his. I was about to say, yeah, yeah. Um, dang, what's his Sons? name? Cole Anthony. Cole oh, Anthony. Cole Anthony. Cole, Cole Anthony. Anthony had a bad one. Like he was Cole Anthony rookie year. Remember, I remember seeing Cole Anthony as rookie year, and I was like, man, he's really killing Kobe White. I mean, like he but, is killing. Like, like it was. It, it got to a point where I was like, man. I mean, and then but, I like, but Cole Anthony has a forty year old man hairline, and he's like twenty two. Like, there's there's a bound to be some type of. Of some kind of drop off, <laughs> yeah, drop because of that. Like it's, him and his dad have the same hairline technically right now already. Yeah, yeah. No, I mean, I mean, I'm just saying, right? Like you can you can have a fiery season. Now, I will say, now this, I'm right? looking at. Hold it on, norm, I'm, norm, I'm looking it at. Normally happens with offensive side of the ball. Okay, defense usually upholds. I'm looking at Cole Anthony. So I don't see that as a soft. So in his rookie year, he averaged twelve point nine. 
his uh, sophomore season averaged 16.3, more rebounds, more assists. He shot the ball better from three, but uh, 0.6% worse from overall field goal range. But he also played um, almost five more minutes per game. I don't see that as a slump, bro. I mean, I didn't watch a lot of Orlando Magic basketball because it was terrible basketball. So yeah, I, yeah, yeah. I I didn't watch the game in and out. So I just feel like it was very – it was more of a – I don't know. Maybe I'm misremembering, but I, I think watching those games because they just was always on um, on NBA TV anyway. Not NBA TV. Uh, what, what's a, a league pass that was always like I cut this on and just have it on. I think that there were a lot of ups and downs that make the numbers look better than the game really was. Very much like Kobe last season. Like if you look at Kobe's numbers last season, you would say he got better. But we fair. watched it. <laughs> that's fair. That's fair. And that's why that's why I threw that out there. I gotta hold myself accountable. I didn't watch, I probably watched maybe 10 to 12 Orlando Magic games last season. Yeah, maybe. Yeah. That's pushing it. I, it was double digits for sure, but yeah. So that was always my game that I would put on because it came on before the Bulls. So it would just be like basketball that was playing. And mm. while I'm getting ready to watch the game. Gotcha, gotcha. See that shoot. We got that seventy-two point. people in here early. This is Tyler Hero. Oh, Tyler Hero is a great example. That's a great example. Great oh. example there. Now here's the thing. Okay. When can we say a slump began? Because technically, right? Am I am I tweaking in his is last year sophomore season or year before? It would be the year before, I believe. Okay, if it's the year before, that's different. If yeah, it's, it's the year before. before. Last different. year was his third season. Okay, okay, never mind, never mind. I was, I was going to say, I can't call, like, going cold in the playoffs a sophomore slump when you win six-man of the year. <laughs> yeah, looking looking at, at uh, Tyler Hero's second season, he did average more points per game, but his shooting percentage was slightly worse. Three-point percentage was 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 worse. Free, uh, free throw percentage was worse. He did average more rebounds and more assists, but almost everything else did, as far as percentage-wise, did, did drop that, some. Right, because they was talking about him, because who uh, Jack Harlow made the song off of him. Oh. And then, like, he instantly got worse. <laughs> there you go. There you go. Good point. Good point. Good point. All right, yeah. before we go, uh, I love that the Bulls have been releasing these training camp videos. They released training yeah. camp from day two. Uh, Billy Donovan really it seems to be vocal so far, saying talking about – opens the video with say, him saying they need to establish their identity. And it seems like the Bulls – listen, there is a picture of Kobe White blocking Andre Drummond. You can't tell me that man ain't putting in work just by the nature of the short arms McGee himself blocked a seven-footer shot. Come on, bro. Now, they're, they're putting are in they work. short or are they proportionate normal to his body versus everybody else AK goes and gets? <laughs> no, they're short. Remember, his his wingspan is shorter than his height. Oh, yeah, he got short arms. <laughs> yeah, he got short arms, bro. He got a mean head, little arm. Uh, <laughs> Meet the Robinsons reference? Yeah, is that, that what we do? I respect you for knowing it. Um, I, I'll say this, right? The thing that gets me excited, it wasn't even right. It, it's the pictures of, like, and the video parts of Io, you know, going up on DeMar and not, not yeah. having, right? Like, there's always a respect thing that goes in there, and it seems like, nah, bro, like, you're not finna make me look bad. Like, I'm, like yeah. I've been here now. You're not finna make, like, I feel like last year it was like, oh, that's big bro. I feel like this yeah. year it's like, no, that's competition. Like that's how it feels to me. And not that, going. Back that's a brotherly relationship. So yeah, you know what absolutely. I'm saying? Yeah. And so I love it, right? And not a, not a one thing I will say. I also don't get hype off the training camp videos, right? Because the Lakers looked phenomenal yesterday. 
Anytime LeBron has a do rag on, it's like, hey man, what you trying to do, bro? Didn't you hey, just bro. shave your head? Didn't you just come out and say like and show that you like? Come on. Hey, I'll say this: they didn't show Russ pulling up for one jump shot, and I'm not buying it. <laughs> <laughs> we don't believe you. You're not real, bro. Like if you like Russ, no no jump shots. Like come on, Russ <laughs> Russ takes jump shots in his sleep, bro. Like literally, his body. You know how like dogs kick around in their sleep. It's Russ literally in his sleep. <laughs> my, favorite, my favorite thing I seen because they had a video floating around of his form, change like him changing his form and like cashing three pointers. Somebody was like, "I bet we don't see this form all season." And I swear that's how the NBA go, bro. The mugs be working on stuff all off season, getting the regular season, don't show none of that. We like, that's what happened funny. to that? What happened to what you was working on? Uh, but no, man. I will. The one thing I will say that I'm most excited about with training camp is seeing kind of the direction the Bulls go here. And, and I ask you this, like, let's finish it off with some real basketball analysis here because it's okay. been a wild episode. Steve-O said he's saving it. <laughs> What's going on back there? Um, what do you think the Bulls should make their identity should it be more on the defensive end or with the loss of Lonzo do you have to be one of those teams that says no we're going to come out we're going to try to put 40 on you in the first quarter and then maybe we get some of our defenders in there to kind of like stem the tide like very much like Golden State does right like you see much playing defense but like the last five minutes is when you really see Golden State say all right let's get the defenders in there let's clamp down on this I personally, I think the I think the identity has to be both. I think it has to be a tough two way team. I think it has to be a team that you you're gonna have a hard time guarding us, and then we're gonna be physical with you. We may not have the lockdown one on one defenders all the time out there, but guess what? This team defense, we about to give you some work. We about to rotate mm -hmm. on you. Like I think that's that's good to, because the Bulls don't have when you look at it outside of in their starting lineup. We're projecting IO for us. We're always projecting IO be the start until it's announced different. We don't have the lockdown defenders. We have Io. We have Patrick Williams that are that are great individual defenders. But other than that, it has to be team defense. I want to see Caruso. this Bulls team. I'm, well, I said in the starting lineup. I'm speaking oh, yeah, okay. in the starting lineup. Okay. I think that this team has to be. And then, yeah, in the bench, when you look at Javante, when you look at Alice Caruso, when you look yeah. at Andre Drummond, like we, I want us to be that team that while we may not be able to lock you down one on one, we finna make this a tough, a tough 48 minutes for you. Yeah, I like it, man. I I, yeah. I think. You you want to do that as much as you can, right? But it's about how many people buy in. Like, you can't have that if only two people in your starting lineup are strong defenders. Yeah. Right? Like, Milwaukee can have that. Everybody plays defense. <laughs> like, they went out and got Wesley Matthews. Wesley Matthews barely scores. <laughs> This may be a controversial, and we're not we, we're towards the end, so I don't want to derail the show. But, like, we need to sometimes start taking – I think Giannis may have taken a slight step back defensively last season. Yes, I take, bro, because I, 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 I didn't see I'm that. telling you, bro, like, there were times where I've seen Giannis be in, in like, in position to do some like, – again, and I say by that I say slight. Considering he's an amazing defender, he's still one of the better defenders in the league, but there were just sometimes in certain matches where I just saw it and it was like, I didn't think somebody would get that off on Giannis. That I'll agree with, but – I wonder if Giannis is trying to become more, more basketball. I'm trying to think of the right way to say it. Like not like more not not like high IQ. I think he has a good IQ, but like you know how Giannis makes moves that aren't really basketball moves, right? Like defensively, yeah. like 
he'll step under somebody or he'll like and and I mean he still kind of does it but like I feel like I've seen him at least last season trying to like improve on those things until okay. like the playoffs come then he right back to his old ways but <laughs> I feel like he made more of a mental and, and you just like you can't play as close defense in those situations because otherwise yeah. you're gonna be hacking somebody so I feel like we're seeing like a, a more I've been in the game longer and I don't want to hurt these mugs where early on Giannis was like, I'm going to use this length. I'm going to run through you. That's fair. That's fair. That's fair. All right, brother. Unless you got anything else, man, let's go ahead and send them on their way. That's it. I got to go uh, technical director golf tournament. So, uh, hey, man, follow me on everything at Pat the Designer. And make sure y'all tuned in with me on The Breeze and on Twitter today. I'm going to be answering Chicago sports questions all day because I just don't have time to drop a regular video. So y'all going to get these shorts. Um, and also uh, follow us both on everything at Locked on Bulls. Shout out to y'all for tuning in and rocking with us, man. Somebody clip up this episode. Absolutely. Oh, bro. Uh, you ain't even got to worry. Don't even worry. You can follow me at CEO Hayes, CEO H-A-I-Z-E. Uh, thank you for tuning in and making Locked On Bulls your first listen every day. Now for your second listen, go and check on Locked On NBA, where the Locked On experts break down everything going on in the NBA in 30 minutes or less. They can be found wherever you get your podcast and on YouTube, of course. But for Pat the Designer, I'm Hayes. This is Locked On Bulls. We out this mug. Peace out. Peace out.